You're listening to Direction for Life broadcast with Drs. Herbert and Marsha Bailey. For more information, visit rightdirection.info. We hope you enjoy today's broadcast. Know what areas of your life you need to declutter. Is that decluttering people? Is that decluttering thoughts? Is that decluttering things that's taking your attention from, from the word and from God and from spiritual things? Some of you would be more spiritual if you, weren't, you didn't have such a cluttered life. To make room, you're going to have to clear out the old to make room for the new. Declutter. Look at first, 1 Corinthians 5, 6 and 7. As I went through the law, there's so many scriptures that where God says, I, I want to do something new, but also tell us what we got to do to prepare for it. 1 Corinthians 5, 6 and 7, he says, your glory is not good. In this case, there's some stuff going on in the church that they were just winking at and acting like it's not a problem. Can I tell you all something? Adultery in the church is, problem, is a problem. Can I tell you something? Sleeping around in the church is a problem. Now, people don't sleep around. I want to go on record. You gonna, people going to sleep around. Okay? But you can't sleep around in this church with other people in this church. Because now you've got to find another church. Now, you, people going to do that. People gonna do what they're gonna do. But Paul said, Paul said, I know they're doing all that out there. He said, but certain things ought not be named among you. And, and in this case, he said, he says, Y'all know what's going on, and you're glorying, just act like it's not a problem. He said, it's not good. He said, there's some folks and some things you're gonna have to get rid of in the church, even. Keep reading. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Now, how, how, how many folks come up and don't none of y'all lie? How many, how many of y'all make cake, have made cake or bread or whatever from scratch? How many of y'all lie? <laughs> but they tell me you, you got to use what? Yeast. If you just use flour, you're going to be some tough bread, right? But you got to use some, huh? Bacon powder, whatever. See, I see. I told you, I'm letting y'all talk again. <laughs> Leaven, they tell me, helps the bread to rise. Okay, leaven or yeast. He said, he said, just a little bit can bring a lot of increase. Verse seven: Purge out, therefore, the old leaven. And leaven in the scriptures is a is a symbol for sin. That ye may be a new lump. He said, you're going to have to get rid of some old stuff so you can be the new person God wants you to be. You're going to have to get rid of some old stuff in the church so you can be the new church God wants you to be. As ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Purge out the old that ye may be new. So there's some things you got to declutter to get ready for the new. And then also, to get ready for new, to go back to this full closet with a whole bunch of stuff, you can't hoard. Hoarding is just holding on for the sake of holding on. Hoarding really comes from a mentality of running out. Hoarding comes from a shortage mentality. Hoarding comes from believing that I'll never get this again or have this opportunity again or, or uh, I will uh, someplace way down in the future, I will need this and I may not have what I need to get it at that time. So you hoard. But the Lord said this will be an uh, opportunity season to sow. This is going to be an opportunity season to sow and bless others 
with what you've got so you can prepare for what you will get. Listen to this prophetic word. This will be an opportunity season to sow and bless others with what you've got so you can prepare for what you will get. Don't hoard. If the Lord tells you to release it to bless somebody else with it, bless them with it. If the Lord tells you don't hold on to that, I got you. It'll be there when you get there. Sow it. Whether that's to the ministry or to an individual or to help somebody, don't be a hoarder. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25. There is that scattereth, or meaning there are people who just, like, always giving. And yet, increases. And there is that withhold is more than meat. People keep holding on, being stingy, more than they should. Now, notice it. He said, withholding more than me. He said, it's all right to withhold. Because, come on, you got, you got stuff to do too. You can't give away and sow everything. There's bread, okay, and there's seed. So the seed is to sow, the bread's to eat. He said, now, you can't sow all your bread, but sometimes people are holding back more than is meat or appropriate because they're stingy, fearful, and hoard. And they do that, and it tends to poverty. They don't give, they won't sow, they won't help anybody. They try to get all they can, can all they get, sit on the can, hide the can, and lie that they got a can. And they still broke. They still can't make ends meet. He said, because that's not how things work in the kingdom. In the kingdom, verse 25, the liberal soul, the person who's generous, shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watered also himself. Can I tell you, if you don't believe this, you'll, you'll be a hoarder. If you don't believe this, you won't sow. I started noticing something over the last couple of weeks. I started receiving in thousand folds. Now, I'm serious about this. Now, on a regular basis, you know, I get $100 here and $100 here and $10 here and $25 here. Okay? I started noticing over the last couple of weeks, since, uh, d- d- during the Rexon Conference and since the Rexon Conference, I started receiving in thousands. Just all of a sudden, somebody gave me, this one, people give me a thousand dollars, never, ne- never gave me a thousand before. So, on, I mean, just, just, just regular. I mean, y'all know some of y'all the biggest day of the year, you give me 500. No, I'm serious. I mean, and that's, you know, that's, that's good. That's big. But I started, pe- I saw pe- seeing people just, just so thousands. Because here's the deal. Meantime, when you cross over to another level, now you can receive at another level. Are y'all with? So that's how I sow now. My spiritual leader, I sow a a minimum of of $1,000 a month to my pastor. And sometimes I do do more than that. There was was something going on a a few weeks ago, uh, 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 a few months ago, and... uh, and I did something personally, had already did it through Cash App, and then, then the ministry called and said, well, we're having something for Bishop. Just want to know if you would sow. I want to say, I already sure. I did it personally. Y'all, y'all late. <laughs> I already take care of it. But you know me, I, I can't, I, I just, just went on and did it. So sometimes I double up. But the way you give, you got a right to receive. The liberal soul shall be made fat. So 
in order to make room for another level, you might have to start at this level to, to start giving at another level, start clearing out at a particular level. Keep, listen to that script again. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25, New Living Translation. Give freely, become more wealthy. Now, I ain't making this up. Y'all know that's making sense in the natural. Give freely, become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper. How do you prosper? By being generous. The generous shall prosper. Those who refresh others will be themselves refreshed. Message translation, same scripture. I love this. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. You want your world to get bigger, larger, or you want your world to get smaller? The world of the generous gets larger and larger. God starts taking you from level to one level to the next level, opening up doors, promoting you, increasing you, causing things to come in your life because you're generous. And the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Verse 25, the one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. The one who what? The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. Anybody who's blessed God's way got a history of their sowing. I didn't say in the world because there's a way to be blessed in the world. It has nothing to do with being blessed through, through sowing, through this principle of sowing and reaping. But anybody who's blessed God's way can tell you how they sowed. And it may not always be money. It's their time. It's their energy. It's their effort. It's, it's whatever they had to make available at the time. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. Those who help others are helped. So during this season, you can't be a hoarder because God wants to give you some new stuff. This is the time to become a distribution center. Come on, say it by faith. Say, I am a distribution center. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Having uh, breakfast on Friday morning with the pastors at Cracker Barrel and the young lady came and she was she was Guamanian, never heard Guamanian before. I said Guamanian, like Iranian, but she said Guamanian. I said, she said Guam. I said, oh, Guam, U.S. territory is Guamanian, okay. And she waited on, very, very pleasant, very pleasant, sweet smile, and very, very pleasant. And uh, I asked for my steak, uh, I had a steak for my breakfast, and I asked for my steak, medium. And it came out rare. Like blood running all over my eggs, man. And I said, and I told, I told them, I said, the blood's supposed to be running warm in my vein, not all over my plate. <laughs> running warm in my veins, not all over my plate. So I spoke to her. She said, oh, I'm so sorry. They, I didn't cook that enough. And she said, oh, I'll get you. And she said, came back. To, I, I said, they're making another. It's going to be just right. So, of course, came back. And it was... Now, now you can stick a fork in it and spin it around and slap some upside the head with it. Crispy. Now, I said, so she said, and she, sir, I'm so sorry. And she was just so playful. She said, so we've taken that off. And then, and I said, I said, I said, uh, I, I said, well, I, I said, well, it's, it's no, well, we're gonna take it off. Anyway, so we're leaving. We're leaving, and uh, I went and found. I, I got to leave a fifty dollar tip on the table, and I didn't. Um, and so Pastor Trey said, you probably need to take that to her before somebody like say, this is the day the Lord has made. 
and gave me the right table. So I went and found it and I put it in the hand. She said, are you sure? I said, no. And then one, so we were standing there waiting. And she came out. Sir, thank you so much. You look. And she grabbed and she went, I, I, I said, oh. I said, oh, thank you, thank you. you. You did such a great job. And she just cried. I said, yeah. That's a good way to make somebody cry, ain't it? The liberal soul shall be made fat. Someone said, a $50 tip. I'll give you a tip. Next time, don't be burning my steak. That's your tip. <laughs> this is the time to become a distribution center. Say that. Say, I'm blessed. To be a blessing. Say it again. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Look at Luke 12. Everything I'm saying come together right here in the scripture. Luke 12, starting in verse 16. And he's a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. First of all, let me start off here. He was already rich. It wasn't this harvest that made him rich. The ground of a certain, he was already doing well kind of like the scripture Bible says about a Nabal when, when, when I didn't never I don't think I ever got to that when Nabal when uh, David's men come to the shearing and they see and they out in the woods running from Saul and they need some provision and they ask Nabal to bring him to give them a sheep or, or something uh, the Bible first thing it says, it says he was a very prosperous and wealthy man he had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats it tells you that, it says, because when he asked him, come on, he could have spared one sheep. He was already t- telling you in church right now, okay? So he said, he's the ground of a certain rich man. Somebody say, he's already rich. Already rich. He, he brought forth plentifully. Watch this. He had a great season. His company did real good that year. Let's make it relevant. And he thought within himself, this is his, as a man thinketh, so is he. He thought within himself, what shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. I have no room. I got this great harvest. What am I going to do? And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my bonds and build bigger bonds, greater. And there I will bestow all my fruits and my goods. All that I have right now and all that I just got. Are y'all seeing this? I'm just going to build bigger and greater for myself. There's another way he could have made room, y'all. Are y'all, are you catching it? How could he have made room? By taking what he had and blessing somebody else with it. But he was a hoarder. He said, Verse 19, I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much good laid up for many years. Take thine ease. Eat, take thy eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, fool, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. You're going to die. And you didn't even have notice to get your house in order like Hezekiah. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? God said, you weren't thinking about it blessing anybody else, but I am. And I'm going to bless them through the stuff that you had. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself, is only thinking about himself, 
but is not rich toward God. So how am I rich toward God? I'm rich toward God by giving to the house of God and blessing other people. That's how I'm rich toward God. You're not rich toward God by just having bank accounts that just run over and you never use it to bless anybody, help anybody, make anybody else prosper and make any, anything else better. It's all just for yourself. God said, I can't bless that. You got to make room for more. Isaiah 42, 9 and 10. Behold, the former things that come to pass. Now, this is to those of us who have seen God move. This is to those of us, I didn't have a house, I didn't have credit, and I watched God give me a house. I never thought I could have a debt-free car. And I got a new car and I paid it off in a year, two years, and my car's still good. And I'm mad and it still looked good and I don't have any payment. These are, this is for those of us who used to have to believe God for the promises and we believe God for the promise and he's manifested the promise and we good. (laughs) That's what we talk to in the scripture. This is not talking about for people who try and God for the first time. This is not talking about for people who are trying to be convinced that God can do, that God can provide, that God can supply. This is for those of us who have seen God do it and we are in a good place. Oh, come on now. But God says, behold, the former things that come to pass. I did what I said I was going to do, but now new things I'm declaring to you. I know I did it before and I know you praised me before but there's some new stuff I want to take you to there's a new level I want to take you to I want to give you a new testimony I want to give you some new stories to tell the former things come to pass Say, you know I, I fulfill my word before they spring forth, I'm telling you of them. You're hearing it right now. I'm telling you, I'm going to give you some new stuff. I'm telling you, I'm going to open up doors for you. I'm telling you, you're not too old for God to do more for you. I'm telling you, you're not too old for God to keep blessing you. I'm telling you, you're not too old to start that business. I'm telling you, uh-oh, uh-oh, you're not too old to get married. Now for somebody... Somebody said, that devil's a lie. I've been there, done that. That is not my word. <laughs> Remember, sing unto the Lord a new song. I'm going to give you new stuff to praise me about. Sing to the Lord a new song. Pray and his praise from the end of the earth. Ye that go down to the sea and all that is therein, the isles and the inhabitants there. I'm going to give you a new song. I did the former things. I know I did it. You thanked me for it. You told everybody, oh, but I'm about to give you a new testimony. I'm, God said, you, you, you think you shouted when I did that. Watch what I'm getting ready to do. you ran around the church when I did that watch what I'm getting ready to do you, you, you might as well just go ahead and buy some track shoes right now go ahead right now and ask me to heal those knees cause you're gonna be running a long time <laughs> hey 
Somebody shout some new stuff, some new stuff. Some new stuff, some new stuff. New testimony, new song, new levels, new season. It's time for some new stuff. It's time for new level of blessing. It's time for a new testimony. Hey, glory to God. God says, you know what I have done. But now I still need to believe what I'm going to do. Look around, at least catch three people out and say, God, get ready to do something new. God, God, get ready. Hey, shout my heart. God, get ready to do something new. Sit down, y'all. Sit down. I got, I got, sit down, sit down, sit down. I got a couple more things I want to give you. Some new stuff. Some new stuff. Some new stuff. Some new stuff. I know you're blessed. I know you're blessed. God said it. I said, I know you're blessed, but in blessing, I'll bless you. Yes, I magnified you, but in magnifying, I'll magnify you. I'm getting ready to bless you exponentially. Addition, multiplication, exponential blessing. We get oh shamaha. We get ready to move to a season of exponential blessing. God kind of math. You can't count it. You can't figure it out. Hey, this is a God thing. Somebody online needs to receive that. Somebody on Facebook need to receive that. Somebody on YouTube need to see that. Somebody watching this on replay, you need to receive that. That God's not finished blessing you. There's another level. So God, come on, y'all. So God speaks to people who got a history of him bringing them across the Red Sea. God's speaking to people who know that I can knock down Jericho walls. God speaking to people who know I can drive people out the land and give you and, and, and give you new land. And he says, remember not the former things. <laughs> remember not the former things. Isaiah 43. If y'all don't keep standing, I still got to preach y'all. You can stand and listen to the rest if you want. Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. Look what he says here. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. The context is this. God said, stop talking about the old and prepare for the new. Verse 18 says, remember ye not the former things. Neither consider the things of old. God said, God's not saying, I want you to forget what I've done for you. He said, but understand, I'm not merely the God of yesterday. I'm the God of your present and I'm the God of your future. Are y'all listening to me? 
Stop talking about the old, prepare for the new. Remember you not the former thing, neither consider the things of old. Verse 19, behold, I will do. I will do. I what? God, I thank you that you got me out of debt. But I thank you for what you will do. God, I thank you you blessed me with that first house. But I thank you for what you will do. God, I thank you you blessed me with a child when, when, when the doctor said we couldn't have a child. But God, I thank you for what you will do. God, I thank you that you provided a car when I didn't have a car. But I give you thanks for what you will do. God said, I'm getting ready to do something new in your life. Remember you not the former things. Stop talking about the old testimony. I'm getting you a new testimony. Somebody say, I'm getting a new testimony. I'm getting a new testimony. I'm getting a new testimony. <laughs> I'm getting a new testimony. <laughs> some of y'all wanted me to stop telling my stories. I ain't going to stop telling my story. They're going to tell some new stories. I'm going to have some new stories to tell. I got new stories to tell. I got new stories to tell. Got new stories to tell. As we continue to socially distance, be sure to stay connected with us online. Stream our services on Facebook and YouTube, as well as rdci.info via the Watch Live tab. Sunday morning services are at 7.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and our website. Wednesday Bible study airs at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Friday, women's Bible study airs at 12 noon via Facebook Live. Consider connecting with us as a partner or an iChurch member. More information about our partnership and iChurch member services can be found on our website at rdci.info. For consistent updates and encouragement, connect with us on social media through Facebook at Right Direction Church International and on Twitter and Instagram at the RDCI. Right Direction Ministries, transforming lives and impacting generations. If you are in our area, come join us at one of our three locations in Columbia, South Carolina. Sunday morning worship is at 7.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Wednesday Bible study is at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Friday women's Bible study is at 12 noon. Our worship center is located at 3506 Broad River Road in Columbia. In Orangeburg, South Carolina, join us with campus pastors Trey and Katie Brave for Sunday morning worship at 10.30 a.m. and Tuesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. We're located at 990 Willington Drive in Orangeburg. In Florence, South Carolina, join us with campus pastors Dwayne and Denise White for Sunday morning worship at 10.30 a.m. and Tuesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. We're located at 1507 King Avenue in Florence. Please email your testimonies to Praise report at rightdirection.info or letters can be mailed to P.O. Box 21672, Columbia, South Carolina 29221. Please consider partnering with us or send a one-time financial gift. For more information, visit our website at rightdirection.info. 